Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. I was at home with my kids all weekend, one weekend. And like the only word I can describe my weekend, it wasn't hard. My kids were easy. I was just bored out of my mind. And Liz. Kelly has been telling me to watch The Real Housewives for years. And I have been telling her, no, I don't want to. I did start season one, episode one. Yes. It is so good. Your mom time off starts now. Today is a crazy day. Elizabeth, tell them what day it is. Today is the eve of our podcast coming out. We launch tomorrow with our first couple of episodes, and I'm excited and I'm also very nervous. Beyond excited, beyond nervous. This has been a long time coming. We've been working on this for months. Months, and we've been talking about it for like a year and it all happens tomorrow. Well, whenever I feel like they're like I feel like a time traveler right now. A time traveler right now. I know. It all happens on February. Anyway, 1st. if you're listening to this episode, it's because you liked our previous episodes. And for that, we thank we you. Think, thank you for sticking around. It's crazy though, because we went through this great agency. I guess that's what they're called. Yeah. Production company. A production company. Um and twenty twenty two. Ten yeah. Ten twenty. Ten twenty two. Productions. It's ran by Jeff and Kelly Dollar, who have a successful podcast called The Upside. They're great. You should give them a listen. Um, and so they have just been holding our hands and guiding us through this process, and they have been so wonderful. But with that being said, um, they are also the podcast experts, and so they have been telling us like where we sit on the charts and all these things, and it's kind of crazy we have not launched yet and we are listed at number 143 of the top 200 podcasts on apple and for reference there's two million podcasts on apple your girls are (laughs) (laughs) your girls before that episode are at 143 which is all because of you guys listening yes because literally like you chart when people are searching for your podcast subscribing to your podcast leaving reviews for your podcast so Thank you so much. It's literally only you because Kelly and I have actually not done anything yet. Literally haven't released an episode. So you're the winners. Yeah, you won. Congrats. Thank you so much. Thank you so so much. We're right as of right now, we're 143. I'm so excited to see where we end up after we actually release episodes. Yeah. And the crazy part is we're number one in leisure, which is like our main category because, you know, you like categorize your podcast. We're number one in automotive. (laughs) Like. I'm sorry. The carpool podcast. NPR could never. <laughs> Consumer Reports could never. Could never. Everyday mine. Driver could never. The carpool? The carpool is in the fast lane. lane. So anyway, thank you so much. We hope that you guys are enjoying the podcast. Please let us know any feedback. And we have a great show for, for you planned today, too. Yes, we do. And before we get any further, 
it is time for the millennial word of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less lame. And our word for today is sheesh. Can you spell that, please? S-H-E-E-S-H. And can you use it in a sentence? Sheesh! There's not really a sentence. It's sort of just its own thing. (laughs) That's the only time you use sheesh. And sheesh means it's an expression when you're impressed or amazed by something. I have been using sheesh or sheesh pretty frequently. Yeah, me too. Because our sisters use it nonstop. Um, and me and Liz were talking kind of before we started recording about like, what is the millennial word for sheesh? So like, you what know, what are we saying? You are not so like, so you know how to put it into your vocabulary more. And we've decided it's like, it's when you'd be like, damn. Yeah. Like that's what it is. Right. I think so. I really I think I would really love to do a deep dive in my brain of what were the words that we were saying that were like millennial slang when we were in college i know we just need to like google search it. i know i just, like i've blocked it out of my memory i have i have too but that would the, the, you know what that would be a great grade eight that would be a great grade eight we should write that down before we forget yep so anyway that's our millennial word of the day so let's all try our absolute hardest to incorporate it into our everyday language and make um Gen Z cringe at us millennials even more than they already are. And I also think like if you really just like want to turn the cringe up a level, there's also like a movement that goes along with this. You may have seen oh, this. Oh, yes. Um, so what the kids are doing is they're taking their two fingers on one hand, so their middle finger and their pointer finger, and they're taking it and then they're putting it against their veins in their arm on the opposite hand. Yes. And then they say, sheesh. Yeah. And we, you know, we we dove into the history briefly before recording, and it seems as though it's supposed to, like, symbolize, like, ice in your veins or, like, cold-blooded, cold-blooded. or something. Yeah. Which I guess is supposed to be cool. a cool thing. We're not really sure, but that's why. To me, like, the word sheesh and the movement could not go less together. Like, I just would yeah. never have, like, placed those together, which is obviously aging me. But anyway, that's the millennial word of the day. Let's stay less lame. I love it. Okay, so let's just kind of, we have a lot to catch up on. We do have a lot to catch up on. Because the crazy part is like those episodes that have dropped, we recorded weeks ago. Yeah. So like no one even knows what the flap we've been up to. It's more specifically you. Yeah, it's been a wild ride, truly, for me. Um, We have been just adjusting to the slower lifestyle of Missouri and I'll be honest it's been kind of like the hardest part from being in the heart of Dallas where I could walk to my Starbucks to moving to a town that legitimately does not have a Starbucks has been kind of hard oh my gosh you haven't even like told me this I know well and it's it's so nice because like we're so close but like Maddie was like, he could tell that I was kind of feeling down and it was like a Sunday and he was like, oh, do you miss your church? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Because that's where like all my friends were. And he's like, okay, well, we're going to make sure we like go like go church shopping, find our church, whatever. So it's just hard. I haven't really had time to like branch out yet either. Like I certainly have a list of people that I want to like try and be like be friends with and like make new friends yeah for sure because it's been a long time since i've lived here so 
and Kelly, you're great. Don't get me wrong. But I do need to branch out. But that's just also so much work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's hard. And, like, I get into funk like that, too. Like, I just think it's also the winter. Like, I... Totally. Like, I was at home with my kids all weekend. One weekend, Tyler had to work and, like, do mobile home freeze-ups because that's what he does. He works on mobile home. So he was, like, literally gone all weekend. And, like, the only word I can describe my weekend, it wasn't hard. My kids were easy. I was just bored out of my mind. Like, I'm just... I'm just bored. Yeah. Because it's so cold here... I don't even want to take the dogs on a walk. Mm-mm. I'm like, we're going to take you out. We're going to get you back in because I just don't. I know because everything's so hard. Everything's so hard. So what have you been like doing like in your spare time? So, well, that's actually a very good question. Um, and this is a really big moment for me because Kelly has been telling me to watch The, the Real Housewives for years. And I have been telling her, no, I don't want to. But since I am so bored... I did start season one, episode one of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, like yes. two weeks ago. Yes, yes. And I am on season two, and it is so good. It is The Real Housewives. So that's so quick. Can I give a quick backstory, please? I never was a housewife girly until George was born. Then I find my, found myself on maternity leave, just like wanting something that I could like kind of scroll with my like kind of like I love TV that I can also be on my phone while doing yeah like kind of or like or like cooking dinner cooking dinner have something in the background or like nursing a baby or changing a diaper so I started binging The Real House of Beverly Hills when George when I was like five days postpartum with George it those women got me through some of my darkest days and that is an absolute fact yeah Real Houses of Beverly Hills was the perfect franchise to start with I'm a housewife stan yeah. I mean, truly, like, love. I've watched, I watch almost all the franchises, and I'm obsessed, and I am have been dying to have someone personally to talk to about. Well, I am here, and I am ready for it. What I love about starting in season one, and there's 11 seasons that I have to look forward to on this specific franchise, is I can look up where they are now, and I'm so curious. I'm seeing all these marriages just, like, absolute dumpster fire of marriages and i'm like who are they with now it's and like what do their kids look like now and they're like gorgeous models and it is kind of the light of my life and like the housewives are there's a reality tv can be so overly produced the housewives is not yeah it is i mean it's definitely like it's really not i mean i really think like these women genuinely like have this drama and like have these fights and it's also just like so much more than that because like you're looking at like their lifestyles and their families and their careers. Like it is just a freaking quality television. It, it's it's really such is. my guilty pleasure. And if you like always wanted to start the housewives and like was so intimidated, rightfully so, because it's been on for forever. Start with season one, episode one, Beverly Hills. I would highly recommend. I wouldn't recommend you start on season one with any other franchise, but that one for sure. Because also, like, what's fun about that franchise is they're so rich. So, like, yeah, it's, like, back in 2000, what? 10. 10. But, like, it was the most wealthy, fabulous people in 2010. Like, they're I still, cannot wait to get to uh, the modern ones where I can see what they're... Because I'm like, these outfits are terrible. And I see all the money that they spent on these outfits. And I'm like, that's... It. You donated that at this point, And you spent so much money on those sunglasses. And they're, like, heinous to look at. So I just can't wait to get to the fashion of today. Because the fashion of 2010 was not great. And then we can start, like, recapping. Yeah, I know. The I'm excited. 
I do want to take a, a brief um, moment away from the housewives and tell the class that Jeff um, just texted us. He's uh, part of the production company to tell us that we are now number 86 on top 200 charts of Apple Podcasts. He goes, we're, you're currently beating Oprah. We love to see it. Oh, my God. Oh, Oprah. Again, hey, we're Oprah, not you. If you are. need to be a guest on a podcast, like just it's fine. I'll like yeah, a top 20 need, podcast. Yeah, if you need some more um exposure, some more clout, like just come <laughs> yeah. on over. No. It's just it to our understanding of those numbers just means like people have been like searching us nonstop. Yeah. So thank you. Thanks. Thank you. So Kel, that's it on me. Really just kind of adjusting to life, being kind of bored sometimes and watching the housewives. So like what's going on with you personally? Um, me personally, okay, I have something kind of embarrassing. Oh, no. Do tell. It's not embarrassing. I shouldn't even say that. I don't know why I feel like there's even a stigma around it. Okay. But I have, honestly, about, like, 10 pounds still to lose before I'm back to, before I got pregnant with Hattie, or Mm -hmm. before I got pregnant. I got about 10 pounds to lose still. Okay. Elizabeth's wedding's coming up. I want to look good. I am a healthy eater by trait. I'm not, like, super active. And I think I just have, like, some unhealthy habits. Like, I, like, I don't, like, I eat good meals, but I just think, like, I snack a lot. I think I... Yeah. Like, totally. I'm just a cereal snacker. Yeah. But I don't like cereal. I just snack a lot. Anyway. Yeah. So, I've, like... Anyway, I'm, I'm on Weight Watchers. <laughs> <laughs> and it shouldn't be embarrassing. It's, like, totally... No, it's not. It's, it's like not totally new. And I went on Weight Watchers when... After George was born, and it was, like, such... I didn't, I liked the diet, but I didn't love it because I'm also just like, it gives me brain damage when they're like, oh, that's so many points. And I'm like, that's a healthy Weight Watchers. Like, get off your high horse. I'm, I want to yeah. live a healthier lifestyle. But now they have this new program. Told This is totally not sponsored. But now they have this new program called like personal points. And it's a little bit more like they're understanding that like, oh, an avocado is a healthy fat. Yes. Instead of like just point gouging you. Yes. So, but what I like about the Weight Watchers app is it just like it. It's such a good app to track your food on. And it's just helpful for me to be like, okay, I have, you know, 40 points for the day. I have 18 for dinner, which means I have like 12 left, which means like, oh, I can have two glasses of wine and a handful of chocolate covered almonds, which is like what I want. Yeah. So it's just like, I'm excited about it. I'm really happy for you because I'm happy that you found what works for you and that's what's the most important thing in finding your routine and your habit I don't even want to totally call it a diet but different things work for different strokes for different folks some people love tracking their calories some people shouldn't like you flat out shouldn't and whatever works for you works for works for you. And I don't think that there should be like a negative stigma in either way of counting your calories or being on Weight Watchers. If that works for you, that works for you. Well, and like Weight Watchers like doesn't even like they're no longer called Weight Watchers. They're called WW, which I feel as though if you were going to rebrand, do something easier to say than WW. Yeah. Like if you look up the app, it literally says WW, formerly Weight Watchers, because I could see how like that wasn't promoting the healthiest of lifestyle. So anyway, I like it. I mean, I'm not going to be like on it for forever. And there are some still some things about the program that like I don't love because some things I'm like, I mean, like a fourth of an avocado is four points. I feel as though avocado should be zero points, but I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight. If you're trying to lose weight, like avocados, while they're a healthy fat, they they are high in calories. So if you're trying to lose weight, you know, but 
whatever but you, you see my great. point yeah. i don't know i see your point i'm just going with it i'm also like getting a little bit more active back in the gym i just want to feel not only i not only want to look good but i also just want to feel good yeah and i want like my clothes i don't I, I don't even it's, it's not even about the numbers on a scale it's really not like i was 10 pounds lighter before i got pregnant so like if i can get back there great don't even really care though threw away all my size four jeans like i'm just a size six girly now and I, i'm so welcome welcome to the club Cal. i'm so comfortable there <laughs> i just want them to like feel better when i wear them yeah so that's been like really big with me in my personal life. I love that for you. Thanks. You and are gonna start joining me at my gym though. Yeah, Elizabeth. Maybe. I are, yes. I'm probably gonna quit the gym I was going to, not because I don't love it. It's just the gym has the gym has to be easy to go to. Mm-hmm. Cause like right now I drive about 30 minutes to go to the gym. That's so far. It's so far. And like tomorrow I have nothing to do in St. Louis. Cause it's not a big deal when I like have to go into town to like go to the dealerships yeah. or like, but I have nothing to do. So I'm like but I also have nothing to do. So am I literally going to drive there and then drive back? I guess. I got to get my workout I in. I guess. Yeah. So oh. anyway, that's what's new with me on a personal level. Well, outside of the personal level, the car mom is also just absolutely popping off lately. There is so much going on. This has been, these last two weeks have been super crazy and they're just getting started for you especially. They've been freaking wild. Yeah, so I have a really busy week. We launched the podcast tomorrow. And then Friday, I'm getting interviewed by Katie Couric. What? what? Sheesh! 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 Yeah, which is super exciting. Love Katie Couric. Mm-hmm. I would say, like, I like loved her in high school. I guess, like, middle school and high school. She was just, like, she was just like always on the TV. You know what yeah. I mean? I guess more middle school. But I haven't really been keeping abreast to, like, what she's been up to lately. So when I, when I got the interview, I was like, okay, I better, like, do my research. Recent, yeah. And anyway, she <laughs> wrote a book, like, just came out. And, like, I was not going to be unpolite and not have read her book prior to meeting her. Naturally. Because, like, I'm not going to be like, you know, I just want to, I just want to be able to, and I think I should read her book. Like, I don't know. It's a big, it's a big interview. I'm trying to yeah. do, do my diligence. So anyway, I bought it on Audible. Love Audible. It's a long book. 15 hours when listening on a 1X speed. Oh my gosh. My interview's Friday. It's currently t- almost Tuesday. So uh, I have been listening to it on 2X. Just really trying. How is that? Um, It's super weird at first. And I can't say I'm like understanding and digesting everything but i'm definitely getting the gist but i also love that on um audible that you can listen to like 1.1 1.2 1.3 so like you can speed up a smidge and like find your comfort level so i like i mean i'll listen to 1.6 exclusively yeah sometimes i bump it up to 2x if i'm feeling like i can Okay. Podcasts also allow you to do that. But if you're listening to me in anything but 1X, you have. Yeah, is there like, can you slow it down? Yeah, you can slow it down to a half. But then it just always sounds weird. Yeah. So anyway, so I've got that interview coming up. And then the next week I go to Chicago Auto Show. Which is the, it is huge. Chicago Auto Show is one of the biggest auto shows. Like the top auto shows in the country is like Chicago, New York, Detroit, and like LA. Yeah. And those are the big ones. No, and sh- we're used to St. Louis. We're used to working the BMW booth at St. Louis. Which, like, it's not even the BMW booth. Like, at the St. Louis Auto Show, like, dealerships get to bring their cars. Oh, yeah. And, like, the- pass out business cards. Like, it's cringe city. Yeah. Chicago, it's, like, the biggest deals ever. And, like, it's been so fun because I, like, got the schedule. And, like, the schedule's, like, jam-packed. I don't really know what it means. Actually, let me see if I can, like, pull up the schedule. I don't really, like, know what any of these things mean because they're literally, like, um, so-and-so social 
social time. And they give you like 10 minutes. And I'm like, what does that mean? So stay tuned. You'll have to follow me Because you're going as like, you're not just going as a rando. You're going as a media. No, like I'm a media girly. So like, let me read you this schedule. 10.30, Subaru social media event. 10.50, Kia social media event. What does that mean? I have no idea, but I cannot wait for you to find out. I know, I'm so excited. And so then like the days like end at four, but like some people, I think some people, it could be everybody, but I keep getting emails being like, like emails from bigwigs, like from, not, to, not trying to name drop, but like from Hyundai. Yeah. Like if your email address ends in at Hyundai, I'm interested. Yeah. If your email address ends in at Nissan, you have my attention. Yeah. So like they're emailing me and like inviting me to like dinner. What? I know. They're like, we're, se- we're selecting a select few to come out to dinner. Which, what does a select few even mean? I mean, could be sugar water, could be like me and two other people. Don't know. So do you know like where you're, they're taking you to dinner? Yeah. Like I have the restaurant names. Are they, like, nice? Uh, yeah, 100%. Oh, my god! I know. I'm, like, most stressed. And this, like, sounds silly. I have to do a lot of packing this week, though. And, like, I'm super stressed about my outfits. I honestly get a lot of, like, what to wear anxiety. And I'm, like, not being funny when I say that. I hate to be underdressed. I hate to be overdressed. Especially when you're six feet tall. <laughs> when yes. you're six feet tall, if you're not appropriately dressed, like, I feel like you become everyone's problem. Mm-hmm. Or everyone's eyesore. So, Yeah. And also, we've talked about this before, especially on these, like, travel trips when we want to represent the Carmon brand. We're like, what clothing, like, item personalized that says has our logo on it? Like, what do we wear as women? Because men just get, like, a half zip that they put over their polo with their logo and they go off and they have a great time. It's like, we could do that, but, but I just we, like... But we have to be more fabulous in that. So like, yeah. how do we do both? That's the ish. I don't know. I just think it's more of like a low-key branding situation. I have business cards, which I'm excited about my business Their cards. Business don't let really me forget so my business cards when it's I start packing. So cute. But yeah, so that's like super exciting. And then at the end of the month, so jazzed because we go to Arizona. Yeah. And me, mom, Hattie and Betsy, and Betsy's our camera girl, we're going to Arizona for four days to film nothing but tours. Yeah. We were just like assessing our situation. And it was like, why am I filming in 30 degree weather when I have amazing connections all across the country, including Arizona? Like, let's go there. Yeah. Because it's so like, I can't, I can't even count how many times your tour days of the week have gotten canceled due to weather. Well, yeah, because, like, last time I checked, there's no successful, like, there's not a ton of successful car reviewers in the Midwest. Like, they're Florida or L.A. people because they have better weather. It's tough out here. It's tough, but you know what? Someone's got to do it. Or they get invited to more um, release events and they get to go to a beautiful place and I know. We are still not on the invite list. Like, I'm not trying to be salty, but, like, the fact that we didn't get invited to a Toyota Sequoia event. Yeah. Is a little, is a little. Well, and Kel, that's why you're going this weekend. You're going to make connections. You're going to shake, you're going to shake hands. You're going to shake hands, kiss metaphorical babies. Like I am going to be the belle of the ball. You really will. And I like, you won't be laughing, but like I thrive at those kinds of things. Like give me a conference, give me a trade show, give me a networking happy hour. I'm the belle of the ball. It's infuriating to me sometimes because <laughs> growing up with Kelly as my older sister has been so frustrating. It's been wonderful and frustrating in so many ways. And it's frustrating because when if I were to take the exact same sentence 
that Kelly said, and we were to say it to two separate people, it would come out charming and everyone would laugh from Kelly and everyone would just stare at me and <laughs> give me nothing. And I don't know what it is. It's just your delivery. I guess so. I mean, it was just, I think a lot of it was just all my car sales experience. Like you learn yeah. how to say a lot of like awkward things. Yeah. So I just, and you learned how to deliver them well. It was all about the delivery. Yeah. It was all about the delivery. So. You do have that. I feel like we've kind of gone some tangents. We're probably out of time to play like any real games, but do we have any, I have some industry news. Do you have um, any ditch the drive throughs to share? I do. I have a really fun ditch the drive through. So. I'm so excited. I don't even know what it is. Every, every couple of months, I remember that pasta salad exists. <laughs> And I make myself some pasta salad and I'm like, this is the best meal in the world. Literally tell me you're from the Midwest without telling me you're from the Midwest. It, I know. Exactly. But I had never, I had only ever had pasta salad at a barbecue. I had never made it myself. And so when I made it for myself, fresh with the ingredients that I like, Hits. my mouth is watering. Literally. I can taste, I, I'm, I can't believe you didn't bring me any. I know. You can taste the zesty Italian from here. So this is how you make pasta salad. First of all, you just make some pasta, boil it in some water, call What's it What's your pasta bit. of choice? Um, I, I feel like I'm a bow tie girly for pasta salad. I really just do whatever I have on hand. And okay. lately I've had to be eating gluten-free with my low FODMAP diet. And so like those noodles are never very fun. Gotcha. So just whatever they have. Um, so you get your pasta, you can bake chicken or you can just get a rotisserie chicken, cut up some chicken, and then this is where you just get whatever vegetables you want. So I usually do peppers, tomato, cucumber. You can throw olives in there. You can throw broccoli in there. Whatever you have mm-hmm. on hand that's fresh. It does It does have to be fresh. Um, Raw. Yeah. It can't yeah. be like steamed. Like yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. do um, frozen. Um, chop it up. Throw it in there. Throw your pasta in there. And then you take some Italian dressing and just toss it in Italian dressing, top with feta. It is so good. Oh my gosh. I'm, it has no my, business being that good. That sounds amazing. You need to make it this week, no, Kelly. Because I feel like I'm just hyping it up and like you no, will. I not. will make it this week because also like such a good lunch. Such a good lunch. And you can eat it cold. You can eat it cold. And like it's so kid friendly too. Like you mm-hmm. can make it more kid friendly or like, you know, boil the pasta and then like make two. Yeah. I also like. Um, if you don't even feel like baking chicken or doing a rotisserie, like chop up some salami or like exactly and like do more of an Italian. I mean, there's so many variations of a pasta salad. Like you're so right. And like it's the middle of January. Like why does a pasta salad sound so good right now? But it sounds so good. It you're, can be a meal. It can be a side. Yeah. And you're so right on saying like with the salami because you can make it Italian because you can also make it Greek. Yeah. And you can do the olives and the feta and you can do a Greek dressing. I just happen to have Italian. So that's what I did. You can just take it chicken bacon ranch moment. You can do whatever you want. The world is your oyster and you always have then you have left. There's always leftovers and you have the next day. And like, yeah, like I said, like such a good thing for lunch to lunches, dinners. I had it for lunch and dinner today and I am so excited for lunch tomorrow. I can't even tell you. Wow. Yeah. I'm like pretty, pretty inspired. So that's going to be our, that's going to be our ditch the drive through. Ditch it because this is so much better. Literally ditch it. Ditch it. We don't need our. And even like you can prep it, but also it would, I mean, it's super simple to make. Like you could also, it's a 20 minute meal. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, if it marinates great, if it doesn't, whatever, it'll be better tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 
Absolutely. I don't marinate it. And I think like the ditch the drive through segment is so near and dear to Elizabeth and I heart because whenever I post on the car, I'm being like, oh, what should I get for dinner? They're like, take out. And I'm like, I don't think you understand where we live. There's no Elizabeth options. and I live in a so we live outside of St. Louis. So St. Louis is 30 minutes from my house, about 20 minutes, 25 minutes from Elizabeth's house. Yeah. So when you're like, oh, get takeout, it's like, so do I want Burger King or Wendy's? So like we have like fast food restaurants. So like literally in my town, I'm telling you the restaurants. We have Taco Bell, McDonald's, KFC, a Mexican restaurant, and a barbecue place. That's my take. Like, that's it. Yeah. And a pizza and place. Pizza. But like, we're not fast food eaters. Like, I'm not getting fast no. food on a regular basis. The Mexican restaurant is fine, but it's also like not the like a healthy option. Yeah. And we get the we get the barbecue place a lot. Yeah. So we like are so passionate about the ditch the drive because we will do we'll always do a lot of cooking. Yeah, and I I do come over to Kelly's house a lot for dinner since moving back. And one time we've gotten carry out because we got it from my town, which has a little bit more options. And I was like so mad because I was like, normally I come over and Kelly makes me an amazing meal because she's such a good cook. And today I had stupid carry out. Like it's better. It's the dish to drive through is better than carry out, and that's the point. One hundred percent. That's a great one, Elizabeth. Thank you. Okay, so I have some industry news because if you don't know, this isn't in fact an automotive podcast. So, so we must talk about we must every now and then stay abreast. And I think this is actually super interesting. Okay, I love and I will always bring you the car news that you need to know about, and like I won't bore you with what's not happening because I read it all. So here are like some some fun things. This magazine that I love to read called Automotive News came out with like their um, special data and insights on their vehicle sales. And I think this is pretty interesting. It is the, I want you to guess the top five manufacturers for the US. Okay. Go. Okay. So there's um, five. There's five. No are, luxury. No luxury. Okay, that was my question. Um, okay. Ford. Ford is on there. Um, Volkswagen. No. Um, Hyundai. Yep. Toyota. Yep. Two more. Oh my gosh. Um, Kia. Nope. Um, Jeep. Uh, your your Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Yeah, Stellantis. They've rebranded. Stellantis. I think in 2020 they rebranded to Stellantis. Is what it's called. Well, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is a mouthful. Uh, well, it was called like FCA, which is like Fiat Chrysler. Oh, okay. Because like Chrysler is all of it. Anyway, now it's just called Stellantis, and because Stellantis also has like um. Some luxury brands in there, too. Okay. Oh, that, that's what they're called. I think it's a stupid name. Stellantis. And then General Motors, which oh, is GMC. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have that. GMC and Chevy. I never really think of them. Yeah. They never really come to mind for me. Really? So no. I, I thought that was interesting. Those are the top five manufacturers, top selling five manufacturers. Um, and now, this was another interesting article, or like, I guess, data. And it was the U.S. loyalty rates by make and manufacture. Loyalty rates? Yes. So, like, how likely you were to repurchase that same... Oh. That same brand. Yeah. Which I think is... Or I guess if you did. Yeah, it's if you did. Okay. Okay, so... Wait, do I get to guess these two? Well, no, because it's every manufacturer. Why don't you just, like, pick a manufacturer and I'll tell you there. Oh, well, I think Volkswagen has a really high one. Um, let me tell you. 
They actually don't. Well, they do and they don't. So like Volkswagen, is it, it's reporting as Volkswagen Group. And Volkswagen is Audi, Bentley, Bugatti, Lamborghini, Porsche, and Volkswagen. So Volkswagen has 51%, but Volkswagen Group has 47 Okay. But that's like actually on the lower end. So okay, like, so what's like a high one? Okay, well, Tesla was at 74 Okay. What? Well, I feel like once you buy one Tesla, then you have like all the hookups at your garage. Like so you're never not going to yeah, buy another Tesla. Ford was pretty high. Ford was at 63%, which was pretty exciting for them. I get that. Um, here was, I think, I'm like looking at all the numbers right now. I think, do you want to guess who the lowest is? Would I be shocked? Um, um, why do we both see that same time? I don't know. You <laughs> will not be shocked, but you might not guess it. Toyota? It's, no, it's luxury. Mercedes? No. Lexus. Jaguar Land Rover. Oh. Really? Yeah. You know why? I think it's because all of the non-luxury brands are coming out with beautiful SUVs that look like Range Rovers, and they're like, why? What's the point? No, I think it's because they have a horrible reliability scores. Well, I mean, who's to say, really? <laughs> <laughs> the the experts. <laughs> The car so, mom. Anyway, I thought that was I thought that was kind of interesting. So yeah, it's, like I said, Tesla was at seventy four. Ferrari is at seventy. That's another high one. Um, Subaru was at sixty four percent. I think that's kind of those are kind of the highlights. What what's our Kia and Hyundai? Oh, Kia and Hyundai are at sixty three. Good for them. Okay, so yeah, Volkswagen was a terrible guess. Wow, love love that. For yeah, me. so I thought those are those are your industry news people. You know, just like things are happening. I'm super excited about. All that's to come in this upcoming year. We have so many fun electric cars hitting the market. Like, I literally can't even see straight. I would love for an episode to be the car mom's top, like, the cars you're excited about for 2023. Yeah, I would But I need you to, like, think on it and do some research. No, I'm like, for sure. Well, and I think that also, like, I'm just kind of, like, I think I do it after Chicago. Yeah. Well, yeah, once you see all of them. Well, and I won't even see all of them, but, like, I just don't know, like, what the, I'm still learning what the order of operations are because it's, like, like, for example, Toyota has trademarked the name Grand Highlander. That's all we know. So, like, um, I'm excited about the Grand Highlander, but, like, what the flap is it? Like, I don't even know what it is. I don't know. Like, so, once I feel like I get, and then, like, then, then you know, then they do a concept vehicle. When, like, a concept yeah. car, we've talked about this before, concept car is nothing. It's smoke and mirror. It's, yeah. like. It's nothing. It's clickbait. It is. Um, and I And I will say. After we went to Napa and we got to see the um, Infiniti QX60 and they were talking about the production of that, it takes years and years and years Mm -hmm. to come out with a brand new uh, model or to like do a redesign even. Yes. It takes so long. Literally like by the time they launch it, they're like already working on the next one. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they said. Yeah. It take 13 years. But. Yeah, so I think once, like, I understand the process a little bit more, because I also, like, don't always, I just, like, don't know what's, what's all coming. I don't, I don't know what's all coming, because I don't know if it's going to be here, when it's going to be here, basically, okay. is what I'm saying. Okay. I don't know how, like, far along things are in the pipeline. And the chip shortage certainly doesn't do anyone any favors. No, but it. that's another topic. Yeah. Okay, well, that's some really hot automotive news. Thank you. Industry news. Sorry, industry news. The magazine's automotive I'm news. staring at the magazine automotive And it's news. a great magazine. It's an expensive subscription. Don't buy it. I will keep you up to breast. Yeah, Kelly will give us the things we care about. Well, I know we didn't totally get to all of our games, but I think that's okay because we will do We can them. save. Hey, we can save them. We absolutely can. Thank you for listening and being part of our little, of our little car 
pool podcast pool. journey. <laughs> yeah. For- we'll work on the puns. The puns. I know. I need a better the pun. The puns will get better. I got such a good pun DM to me um, today. And it was, I am literally on the edge of my car seat for the podcast. And I was yeah, like, that's hysterical. I love that so much. So, so we'll keep working on the car puns because they're plentiful. There. So yeah. You guys have a great day. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.